Hey, Ches, Amad Aleph, four lines down from the top. Today's shear is generously sponsored in honor of the Lime Day Taira, even on Sunday, midwinter, the Elam that comes to learn and the Elam that is on vacation, Sunday, midwinter, that are on Zoom. Baruch Hashem, the Lime Day Taira. And then that's our partner, Sashir, and our partner, Sachaydesh. Is Lili Nishmas Rav Shmuel Shmelka Ben Aaron Moshe Zuchayin Levrachai Aleim Ben Moshe Lipa Aleivi Zuchayin Levrachai Shazelik Ben Moshe Zuchayin Levrachai Karis Hatayv To our beloved Magid Shir and Eschus for Achenu Kol Beis Yisrael Oyin Noisei Es Noisav Eitzchayim Ila Machzikim Ba V'Seimchel Meushar Oisher with an Aleph and Oisher with an Ayin. To all our Lame Day Taira, to our anonymous sponsor, to our partners Achaydesh, and to their Mishpachis, Bezra Hashem, Lo'irech, Yamim Taivim, Amen. Amen. Rabbi Isai, let's go with a. Huh? Ready with a Gishmak? Let's go with a Chiyas. Zog de Heiligigimara. Top of Pechesam and Aleph Achaybul, Bevet Kanani Shalacherim. We learned in the Mishnah that in Evet Kanani, does not have Boishas. Rabbi Yehuda holds, and Evet Kanani does not have Boishas, and the question is why not? It's not a Svar, it's a Pasuk. We had before, Rabbi Yehuda holds, the Sumo does not Boishas, and Evet Kanani. My time with Rabbi Yehuda, where does Rabbi Yehuda get this from? That Evet Kanani does not have Boishas. The Pasuk says, two people are fighting, Ish ve'ochiv. That's the Pasuk by Boishas. Sakzeris Hakasav, the only time is a Chiyavayshas, is are the, if the two individuals are connected through Achva. Yotza Eved, Shainli Achva, and Eved has no Achva, and Eved is not considered an Ach regarding Torah and Mitzvahs, and Meila, he is excluded, Sakzeris Hakasav, he is excluded uh, from, uh, from this Parsha Baishas. Rashi says the reason why he doesn't have Achva is because he can't marry into the Kal. An interesting Svara. There are other people that also can't marry into the Kal. But apparently the fact that a Eved cannot marry into the Kal is a reason to be not be called Achva. Taisa says different shot. But Akaponim, he's not called Achva. For Abona, no. Achavu and Mitzvahs. Lamai says his brother regarding Mitzvahs. A, a uh, Eved is Mechoyiv in certain Mitzvahs. And therefore, he is considered Achav. And therefore, he does have a Parsha of Boishas. Alam Yatalab Yehuda Zemmi Eved Le'aregu. The concept of Eden Zemmin should not apply by an Eved Kirani. The Chsevasisim like Kashazamam, Lasais, Lachiv. The Pasik says, Vasisim like Kashazam, Lasis, Lachiv. The Pasik says that it has to be, the Zmama has to be Lachiv to a brother. And if you're telling me an Eved is not a brother, so Lachay, he should be excluded. There should be no concept of saying Eidos, of Edim Zaymimin, about an Eved, because if you're telling me Achiv is Dafka, so Lachay here also Achiv is Dafka. This is you have to obliterate the ra from your midst. Even if it's not achiv, there is still that he's included in Edom And Eved should be allowed to be a melech. If he's considered achiv, he should be allowed to be a melech. What about a ger? According to everybody, a ger. Cannot be a melech. So lachayah, the same reason why a ger can't be a melech. What's the pshat that a ger cannot be a melech? Elam arkomi kerevachecha. 
Mimufchar Shebaachacha. There's exactly a custom to be a melech. You have to be from Mufchar Shebaachacha. You have to have a high level of yichus. So Mela and Eved is not better than that. And therefore, an Eved cannot be a melech. According to the Rabbanan, if he's considered Achiv, an Eved should be Kashalaidus. Why not? The Pasa calls him Achiv, and a male and Eved should be Kashalaidus. You can't say that an Eved should be Kashalaidus. Let's learn out of an Isha. An Isha, which is Royal Lovey Bikal. Is possible edus eved she ain't a royal love of bekal edus in she possible for sure an eved which is ain't a royal love of bekal for sure the halacha should be he should be possible edus so mele we learn out you're right batsim he should be kashal edus but he shouldn't be better than isha so the marno mal isha shekain ain't a royal mila and isha doesn't have any concept of mila at all tayav eved she royal mila and eved does have a concept of mila and eved has a mila so mele he's better than an isha. So Mela, just because you have Mila, doesn't make you Kashaladis. So Mela and Eved also excluded. So the Ramala Kadan Shayna Mitzvis. Al Kadan is not Mukha even any mitzvis. Tayra Evid Shub Mitz Shiva Mitzvis. And Evid has some mitzvis, so he's better than Isha. He's better than a katan. So maybe that's why an Evid should be Kashaladis. Isha Techiach. I'll prove him in Isha. And Aisha has mitzvahs, and she is pasaladas. The Chazaradin. So we're gonna learn out of both of them. Each one has a ma'ila that the other one does not have. They don't have all mitzvahs. They all the katan and eved and Aisha do not have all mitzvahs. So to an eved. Is Ainai Bichala Mitzvis, and therefore that's how we know that an Evid is Pasalaidis. Even though he's Achiv, according to the Rabbanan, he's still Pasalaidis. Maybe you have to be an Ish to be Kashalaidis. It says Shnei Anashim, it says Ish. So an Evid's not an Ish. I'm sorry, a Katan and an Ish is not an Ish. And Evid's better than them, he's an Ish. So maybe an Evid should be Kashalaidis. Ela teisimi gazlin. We learn out of a gazlin. Ma, so a gazlin is an ish, and he's pasleidus. He has mitzvahs, but he's pasleidus. Satramala gazlin shekain mice of garmeloi. You know why he's pasleidus? Because something that he did, he did something. That's why he is pasleidus. Toim beheved shekain mice of garmeloi in heved didn't do anything wrong. He's an heved nebuch. Why should he be pasleidus? So he can't learn from gazlin straight because the gazlin is worse. Ela teisimi gazlin umechad mehanach. We're going to learn from Gazlon and from one of these, either Katan or Isha. Gazlon and Katan and Isha are going to teach us that an Eved is Pasaleidus. Say, someone is going to ask you on a test, Rabbi Yeshua, is an Eved Kashaleidus? You're going to tell him it was Sunday and it was midwinter vacation and Amelo were not responsible to know that halacha. But now you're going to tell him that halacha is an Eved is Pasaleidus. We Baruch Hashem have the new tests. If anybody wants, but halacha lemaisa and eved is pasul along with an isha and a kata. Even according to the rabbanan, Yitzchak Zev is coming to faithfully fetch the tests, and here they are. Baruch Hashem for Rabbi Tzion and all the other chevra that need the test. Zayt Yomar, Mar Brei Davina, Mar Markra, a different pasuk. Lo Yumsu Avos Albanim. The pasuk says that Avos should not die Albanim. What is the pasuk referring to? 
A very, very strange way to dash in a Pasuk. The Pasuk says, You know what it means? You shouldn't kill somebody through the mouth of fathers that don't have a chayas abonim, don't have a yichos abonim, meaning they don't have, their children are not nesiachas after them, who is an avid. So for this Pasuk, the Pasuk says, The Gemara dashins in Babakama, that this Pasuk is coming to tell you an avid is Pasuk. That's why? Because it means, you should, A person should not get killed through an av that does not have his children being misyaches after him. Peldic understanding of the Pasuk. Why? The Gemara explains how the Joshua goes. If you're going to say that the Pasuk means if the Pasuk is coming to tell us, the last man standing, Actually, baby, it's like also here. Bez Hashem, if you're here from Babakama in midwinter vacation, Bez Hashem, you'll be here for Sanhedrin in whenever it is. The next excuse that comes up. Bez Hashem, you'll be here. And over there, we are going to see the soul of Kravim. Mayudikadin. A Kariv is Pasolaidas, not because he's lying. It has nothing to do with lying. It's Xeras Hakasav. So, one of the ways to darshan it is from this Pasuk. You cannot kill a father with the aidus of the bottom. Maybe that's the Pasuk means. You can't kill a father with the aidus of the bottom. Maybe that's the Pasuk means. So the mother can't be what the Pasuk is saying. Why? shouldn't say bottom. Bottom is very uh, abstract. Random bottom. It should say al-bnehem. A father should not die with the aidus of his sons. My bottom. Why is it so abstract? Bottom, some bottom in the, in the world. Shmami no, like our Josh, you know, the Pasuk does not mean that others do not die with Adis Abanim. The Pasuk means you cannot kill a person. The reason why Nevitz Pasal Adis is because of this Pasuk, he does not have Chayis Banim. And Amele, he's out. What about the other end of the Pasuk? The other half of the Pasuk says, Ubanim Liyimsu al Bonim should not die on Avis. What does that Pasuk mean? Hachanami, lo yumsu al pi bonim, she'elem chayis. Avis, do we make the same drasha? That you sh- a person should not get killed with the edus of a ben that doesn't have chayis of an av, doesn't have yichas of a father? Who doesn't have yichas of a father? Lager, hachanami de pasal edus. Is a ger, pasal edus, a ger has no yichas from his father. He is unrelated. He's a cotton shenoilat. Is he also pasal edus? We said a ger is pasal malchus. But for Eidus, he's kosher. According to your Shtikol Teirah, a ger, should he pasal Eidus? Because he doesn't have chayis avis. Just like you're that part of the Pasuk, you're this part of the Pasuk. Amiyachayash. No, it's very different. Ger de nihidein lechayis lamala, lamata yesh lechayis. A ger at least has yichas in his future generations. He doesn't have yichas in his father's generation, previous generations, but he has yichas in future generations. Lafuke eve dein lechayis lamata. And Evan is worse, he has no yichas at all. His children are not nesiachas after him, and his parents, has, he has no shaychas to his parents. So Mela, since an Evan doesn't have yichas at all, the Mela, he's excluded. I think Mela's going to explain the Joshua. If you're going to tell me that a ger is taka posel edos, the way this is what a tire should write it. Like the Joshua we said before, that you cannot get killed with Eidos of Kravim, Eidos of Bonim. That's what the Torah is coming to say. Forget about the Pasuk. 
to exclude Eva. Do you don't need that pasuk anymore? If you're telling me a garish pasuk so really the first half of the pasuk should say William Suaves Albanem. It's coming to say Alkarvis pasuk Then what should the pasuk say? Vinichtev Rachmanu Banim William Suaves. And then the end of the pasuk should say Banim will not. Do- you cannot be killed through a ben that doesn't have yichus avis, which is a ger. A ger doesn't have yichus avis. He's not related to his parents. And if you would just say that drasha, you'll learn two things. First of all, we're going to learn the halacha that a karv is pasleidus. An edus of an av is not a good edus, and a karv is pasleidus. The other thing we're going to learn, we're going to learn that you cannot kill somebody with edus of an individual that does not have yichus from his father, who is a ger. So we know, number one, that a carve is poslatus. Number two, we're also going to dash it. If you tell me a gar is poslatus, number two, we're also going to dash it that a gar is poslatus. And now, an Evan, you don't need a poslatus for. The Evan, Afkalim, Kavachayim, and Gar. And Evan for sure is poslatus. He's not better than a gar. Uma gar de la malo hudein lechayis. A gar has no yichus from his parents. Avalamata yesh lechayis, but his children, he does have yichus. Pasleidus, he's pasleidus. Eved chain lechayis loyla mal vloyla mata. Ain I did she pasleidus and Eved that has no chayis at all for sure. He should be pasleidus, obviously. So if you're right that an eger has no kush, does not kushleidus, so you don't need a pasleik by Eved. Just say a pasleik by ger and Eved's a meila. El ame the kasev echman of the yom suavis habanim te mashma the yom suav piaves she ain lechayis banim. Since the Torah begins the Pasuk by saying, which means you cannot kill an individual through an Av that has no Yichus of Bonim. The Torah is stressing the only one that's Pasuk is somebody that has no Yichus above and under. No children, he could have children, but they're not Nesiachas after him. And no parents. He has no yichas at all. An Eved is a lonely man. He has no yichas at all. Avoger, kivin sheish lechais lamata, kosher leedos. Halacha lamaisa, ger is kosher leedos. From the way the Torah worded the Pasik. Since the Torah says, layumsu avis abonim, obviously the Torah is coming to say, Xeris akasev, that you cannot have edos of somebody that doesn't have. I'm sorry, you cannot have edus on somebody that doesn't have chayis avis, which is coming to exclude again Evan. And Evan is pasaledus, a geris takakashaledus. He still has, yeah, the concept he has. He has yichos from a parent. He happens to not have a parent. But an Evan is impossible and a geris is impossible. So if you can't have the concept, it's not, it's not a hichatimtza, it's a chavtzadikazach. So why does the end of the Pasuk say which is very misleading it will sound like it's coming to exclude a ger it should say we're coming to say you can't Kravim is not good it should say it's very misleading. It sounds like a person that doesn't have yichus of an ab is not kashal edus, which sounds like a ger is not kashal edus. So the Torah is very misleading. I did a Once in the beginning of the pasuk, it's coming to tell you get a evidence excluded. So at the end, it says the bottom liam salavis. But Allah if someone's going to ask you on a test, Rabbi Yisif. Is a ger kashal What are you going to say? Yeah, ger is kashal 
And if he's going to ask you if an Evan is Kashaladus, the answer is no. Either it's Xerus HaKasev or the Gemara before had a Shtikotaira to learn it out from Eved, from Isha and Gazlan. But either way, an Eved is Pasaladus regarding Baishas according to Yehuda. And Eved does not have Baishas because he's not considered Achiv according to the Rabbanan. And Eved does have Baishas because he's Achiv B'mitzvah. That's the Cheshbin in the Gemara. The Mishnah said, if you meet a Cheresh Shaitavikatan, it will not be a good meeting because if they hit you, they're Potter, and if you hit them, you're Chayev. That's what the Mishnah said. Stay away from a Cheresh Shaitavikatan. You're going to get yourself in trouble. And the Gemara says an interesting story. The mother. However, don't get confused. There's a bunch of Abbas here. So let's, we have to get over here. It's like a shtukli vomis ma'atzev. The mother of Rav Shmuel bar Abba me'agrunya. Rav Shmuel bar Abba from Agrunya lost his father. He was a Yasim, and his mother wanted to get remarried. So what happened was, his, so we have his mother, and then we have a Shmuel bar Abba. Havas nesiva le'elurav Abba. She was married to an individual by the name of Rav Abba. Kasavtinu le'nichsi le'av Shmuel bar Abba bro. She wrote her nechasim to Rav Shmuel bar Abba, her son. Not to be confused with the Rav Abba. She wrote the son. She wrote the Nechasim to her son, Rav Shmuel Bar Abba. Basa after she died, Azla Shmuel Bar Abba kamei the Rabbi Bar Abba. Rav Shmuel Bar Abba went in front of Rabbi Meir Bar Abba. Okamidichse, he gave him rights on the Nechasim. His mother wrote him the Nechasim. He gave him right on the nechas, rights on the Nechasim. Azla Rav Abba. Now don't get confused with all the Abbas over here. But this is the Rav Abba, the husband. Azla Rav Abba, Amr Lemulsa kamei the Rav Hashia. Rav Abba came and complained. Why is Rav Shmuel Bar Abba walking away with the Nechassim? It's not fair. We're going to see in a minute what his title was. But he held the Nechassim should not go to Rav Shmuel Bar Abba, to his stepson, for all practical purposes. Rav Shmuel said over the story in front of Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda was a Talmud of Shmuel. He says, this is what Shmuel holds. Ha'isha she'machra malog there's a din, and Isha has no right to sell Nechse Malog. Nechse Malog are Nechassim that Isha brings into the marriage, and Isha that sells her Nechassim when she dies, the Baal is Maitzi Miyadalakuchas. The Baal has a right to take the money back. So, Mele, even though she wrote the Nechassim to Shmuel Abba, Rev Abba, the husband, has a right to take the money back. After the woman dies, he has a right to take the money back. That's what he That was his psak. That's what Rabbi Yehuda told Erev Hashia. Amr kamei Rabbi Yehuda Abba. So they told Rabbi Yehuda Abba. Rabbi Yehuda Abba was the one that paskin that Rabbi Shmuel Abba could keep the nechasim. So they told Rabbi Yehuda Abba his psak, the, the, the Shmuel's psak. Amaluna, ana masnisa yadana. I know a masnisin yadana probably. Yeah, it's a mishnah. I know a mishnah. The tanan. The mishnah says it's false. So again, we're arguing over a concept. Does a woman? Let's just get the situation clear. When a woman brings nichsei malog into the marriage, the halacha is the husband eats peris. The husband has a right to eat the peris from the nichsei malog. For example, a woman brings a car into the marriage. So the car, the husband has a right to use the car. He can use it. He doesn't own the car. He can use it. And the woman, Batsim, owns the car. That's the way it works. That's called nichsei malog. So here you have a husband that has Kenyan Paris. It's called Kenyan Paris. He has a Kenyan Paris on the Nechassim. He owns it for like leasing purposes, Kenyan Paris. And the wife, Batsim, owns the guf. And the question is, if the wife sells it, if she decides to sell the car, and then she dies, could the husband take 
the car from the Lukuchas really has no right to the car. It's not, he never had the go for the car. He had, he had the leasing schusim of the car. He had the schusim to use it. He didn't have the schus to own the car. But the Gemara, the Paskin, that the Allah is, the husband can go take the money back, so the, the car back. So therefore, in this instance, where the mother wrote in the chasm to Shmuel Abba, Rev Abba, the husband, has a right to take it back. That's what Shmuel wanted to say. And Rav Yirmiya Bar Abba, again, not to get confused with all the Abbas, Rav Yirmiya Bar Abba is coming to disagree with this concept, and he's coming to say that Rav Shmuel Bar Abba will keep the car. Rav Shmuel Bar Abba, the son, has a right to keep the car. But he said, we're holding cup. Everyone has it all figured out. Eliezer, you mamish. Oh, 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 there you go. This is the day he should come. I'm not bad. It's the time we missed him today. But Eliezer, you have it clear in your sleep? Clear? The father, not the father, the mother sold the Nechassim, gave the Nechassim as a gift to the son. I guess she wanted to wiggle it away from her husband. Lamai said, Shailiz, could her husband come and take it after she's dead? Shmuel says yes. Shmuel seems to say yes. And Rav Yirmiya Bar Abba is disagreeing. Why is he disagreeing? Listen to this then. Hakaisiv Nechassav Livnai Le'achar Maiseh. A guy writes his Nechassim to his son, Le'achar Maiseh. The, so, the father gave over, nay, the father's still alive, but he wrote it to his son, Le'achar Maiseh. Okay, so now, so the halach is, so the Rash explains, the case was, he wrote what's called Mehayim Le'achar Maiseh, meaning the guf belongs to the band today. The father eats the Paris until he dies. A similar arrangement like a husband and a wife. The father has the Paris. The father has what's called Kenyan Paris. And the child has what's called Kenyan Agaf. Okay, that's the case. So now he gave his Nechassim to the son. Ha-ben and Yachalimkar, the Ben can sell today. The father still has jurisdiction over him. It's his Paris. He owns the Paris. The, the son can sell. The father can sell because ultimately the son is going to want to take it when uh, the time comes. So what happens if he's sold it? Macharav, if the father sold it, mechurim achiyamas. The halach is, it is sold until he dies. Once he dies, the ben takes it back because it really belongs to the ben. Macharav ben, if the ben sells it, ain't le lekeach achiyamas af. The father has no, the lekeach has no schus until the father dies. Why? Because before the father dies, the ben had no schus. So the lekeach has no schus. Pretty, pretty clear cut case. The father owns the usage purposes. The son owns the guf. The son can only sell it that it should be chala, that it should work lachamisa, because totally he's alive. While the father's alive, the payers go to the father. If the father sells it, he can only sell it until misa. Once he dies, it goes to the son. Pretty clear cut case. What's the halacha? Ki ma'is av Let's say the father dies, the lekeach gets it. gav de ben Let's say the son dies before the father. The son never really got the jurisdiction on it, because the, the son died first, so the father was eating Paris even after the son died, and then the father dies. Now, again, the son sold the property. The son had got a gift from his father, property. When he gets a gift from his father, he owns the guf, and the father owns the Paris. Then the son dropped dead. The son, well, before he dropped dead. He sold the karka to somebody else. Right now, the guy has no rights on it, because it still belongs to the father. Whatever, the Paris still belongs to the father. Now, the son died, so the son never ever got the property. And then afterwards, the father died. So now, when the father died, the Lekeach wants to come and take the property. Now, he's not coming, the son never really got it. He, well, he's coming to say that since the son owned the guf of the karka, I bought the guf, I have a right to come take it. That's what the son wants to do. 
It's a machloikis if he's allowed to do that. That's what the loikach, not the son. That's what loikach wants to do, and we're going to see what the shail is. Why, yeah, why, no? The Gemara explains like this. Reb Shimon Lakish holds, it doesn't make a difference if the son died first. So he never got any bailas over the property. Or the father died first. That the ben did get rishos on the property. Kind of like Kach. Reb Shimon Ben Lakish holds the Lakach is kind. Now the Oymik is, we're going to explain in a minute, but let's just give a, re, a uh, quick Hakdama. The Oymik is, it's called Kenyan Again, let's make the Cheshman. The father has Kenyan Paris. The son has what's called Kenyan Agov. If you want to know what Kenyan Paris in fancy terms, it's like leasing a car. When you lease a car, you don't own the car. You own the Guf. You own the Paris. You own the usage of the car. And the leasing company owns the car. So you have Kenyan Paris. The leasing company has Kenyan Agov. Over here, the son has Kenyan Hagov. The father has Kenyan Paris. <coughs> the question is, when a person owns Kenyan Paris, is that considered Kenyan Agov? We're going to explain this in a minute. I'm going to tell you the concept. Rabbi Yechanan holds Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Agov. If the, as long as the father has his Kenyan Paris, it's as if he has a Kenyan Agov. It's as if Imamish owns the property. Therefore, if the son would sell, the son has no right to sell yet. Until the father dies, the son really has no right to sell. So if the son dies first, and then the father dies, the lekech's out to lunch. He doesn't get anything because the son sold something that didn't belong to him. Kenyan Paris is Kenyan Haguf. That's a Yechanan Shita. Reish Lakish holds no. Kenyan Paris is love Kenyan Haguf. You own the Paris. But it doesn't make you an owner of the property. You own the Paris. You're leasing the property. You don't own the property. So if the son sells, even if the son <coughs> never actually got the property, but he is considered a bailim because Kenyan Paris is love Kenyan Haguf. Let's get this card. It's very, very important to get this aside. Reish Lakish holds the Kenyan Paris that the father has the leasing rights, the usage rights, the father has, it does not give him a title of Bailim. He's not considered a Bailim. So Mela, the son, even the son, since the father is not considered a Bailim, so who's the Bailim? The son is considered a Bailim. Now the Lekeah can't take it until the father dies. That's true, because as long as the father dies, he's using it. But once the father dies, even if the son had died 10 years ago, it doesn't make a difference. The son had a right to sell, because Kenyan Paris love. We're going to explain in a minute. I just want to speak it out. <coughs> the son's sale did work because the father's Kenyan Paris doesn't make the father a Bailim. If the father's not a Bailim, then the son's a Bailim. He owns the Gov. The son has a right to sell. And the Lekeach can get the property even if the son dies first. That's the Cheshman. Let's see it inside. <coughs> With it, he died first. The son died first, so he never got the property. So since he never got the property, the question is, could the Lekeach take the property? The son never actually got it. If the father dies first, now the son has the property. He could hand over the property to the Lekeach. Then if the son died first, and when the father dies, there's nobody here that's defending the Lekeach. The Lekeach says, listen, the son sold it to me. He owned it. So even though the father's dying today, years after the son died, the son owned the property. And Meil, the Bechir works. That's the Shiloh. Do, if you say Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Aguf Dami, meaning if the father is, is considered Kenyan Aguf, then the son did not own it. But if Kenyan Paris loved Kenyan Aguf Dami, then the son did own it. That's going to be the Shiloh. Let's see it inside. Zakti Gemara. Gemara speaks it out. 
Let's say the son sells it when the father's alive and the son dies. Because the son was never a bomb. The Gemara speak it out. He explains. When did the Mishnah say? When did the Mishnah say? If the son sells, the lekeach is not kaina. Right, the son sold. The lekeach is not kaina until the father dies. But when the father dies, the lekeach is kaina. The, the Mishnah seems to say after the father dies, the lekeach is kaina. That's only the loimes haben bechayav. That's only if the son never died when the father was alive. It came to his hand. If it came to the son's hand after the father died, so now he can hand it over to the Lekech. But let's say the son died first. It never walked into the Ben's jurisdiction. If once the father dies, the Allah is the Lekech doesn't get. Why? <coughs> Alma Kasavar Kenyan Paris The father's Kenyan Paris is considered like a Kenyan Aguf, Vikhizavin, Lav Tidei Zavin. The son had no right to sell. Kenyan Paris is Lav. I'm sorry, is Kenyan Haguf. The father has a Kenyan Paris, which is considered like a Kenyan Aguf. At Amela, the son had no right to sell. That's a Bechanan Shita. Why? This that the Mishnah says, that if the Ben sells it, the Lekech has no nothing till the father dies. When the father dies, the Lekech does get the property. It doesn't make a difference if the Ben did not saw, did not. Die b'chayav. They never reached shkayich. They never reached the yada deven. Veloishna meis haben b'chayav. Deloyasu liyada deven shkayich. It's like it's it's doesn't make a difference if it reached him or not. Kanalekeach alma kasavar kinyan Paris lav ke kinyan agavtar. Basically, there's a big machlokes. According to Reish Lakish, kinyan Paris is lav ke kinyan agavtami. According to Rabbi Yechanan, it's Kikinyan Agavdami, Vichy Kazavin, Tidei Kazavin. When you sold it, it belonged to you. So we have a foundational machlaikis. Now, again, we're going to see what this has to do with our sugya. Don't forget the story with Havaba, Shmuel Rabba. Don't forget the story. We'll get back to that in a second. But Akapayim Deshaila is, is a Kenyan Paris considered like a Kenyan Agos? If you own the Paris, is it considered as if you're the owner of the property? According to Reish Lakish, the Kenyan Paris is lav Kenyan Agov, and male the son has a right to sell. According to Rabbi Yechanan, Kenyan Paris is Kenyan Agov. The son does not have a right to sell. To Machlaikis, Rabbi Yechanan Reish Lakish. How do we pass? And then we'll start to Targumar. Vika the Anan Hashta Bein Rabbi Yirmiyah Baba Ubein Rabbi Yehuda. This Machlaikis, what to do with the property of the mother of Rabbi Shmuel Bar Abba? What to do with that property? Everybody holds Kevshimalakish Sviyalu. Everybody holds like Rish Lakish. Really? Kenyan Paris is lav 
really, the husband has no bilas here. A husband always only has Kenyan pairs, right? Husband's chus on the wife's nechassim is a Kenyan pairs. Really, the husband's out to lunch. Really, the husband should have no right over here to come after Misa and say he wants to take the property back. He only had a Kenyan pairs. He has no bilas on the property. What's the Shiloh? They come Rabbi and Rabbi This is Rabbi and Rabbi Abba saying, if you are, what, what, are, what are Yehuda Paskin? Rabbi Yehuda Paskin, that the property goes to the Torah Rabbah. Rabbi Yehuda took away the property from the son. He, brought, he, put, he gave the property to the husband. Essentially, what's Rabbi Yehuda saying? Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Aguftami. That's what he's saying. Because the only way that the husband could go after Misa, again, the, the mother sold in a chasm. That Not sold it, gave it, gave it to her son. And then the mother died. And now the husband wants to come and take the nechassim. If you hold Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Aguf Dami. So it makes sense. The husband was like a Bailim. He was key. He had Kenyan Paris. But he was Kenyan Aguf Dami like a Bechan and Shita. He's like a Bailim. So maybe he could go and take the nechassim back. He's a Bailim. But if you hold like Reish Lakish, which is how we paskin, like we'll see in a second, we paskin like Reish Lakish, Kenyan Paris, love Kenyan Aguf Dami. So the husband's no Shaykhis. How in the world could the Gemara entertain a tzad? Have Yehuda entertained a tzad? No. We're going to give back to the husband. There's no reason in the world why the husband should get the property. The Gemara is going to speak it out. Zahat the Gemara. is proving from this Mishnah. If you want to tell me, <coughs> owning the Paris is like being a Bailim. He's speaking it out. Basically, the point is, if the son died first, why does the Lekeach get it? Because oven, high lavdi days oven. Because oven, he sold something that didn't belong to him. When the bed sold the nechassim, he sold the nechassim that didn't belong to him. El alav, shmamina, kenyan peyes lav, kenyan aguf tami. Zak tevyemir beraba. I see from this mishnah we have this in Yevamis. I see this mish from this mishnah. Kenyan peyes is lav, kenyan aguf tami. He disagreed with Rav Yehuda's psak. <coughs> Yehuda said. The husband can take it back. Rabbi says that can't be. The husband cannot take it back. We pass in Kenya Paris Lav, Kenya Aguf Dami, and therefore the husband cannot take it back. A very stark array. The husband cannot take it back. So they sent the Shiloh back. They sent it back to Yehuda. He's right. How could the husband take it back? Kenya Paris is Lav, Kenya Aguf Dami. The husband's out to lunch. The Rebbe Shmuel said, you can't compare the halacha of a woman selling property to our Mishnah. My time, why not? He said a statement, you can't compare. Why not? So the Gemara says, If the case would have been different, again, we're going in the case of the father and the son. Let's say the case would have been the other way. The story was that the son wrote his nechassim to the father. The opposite case. Not the father wrote the nechassim to the son. The, the son wrote the nechassim to the father. If that would have been the case in the Mishnah, you would have a raya from the Mishnah, from the Machlekes of Echen Mishlakish, that Kenyan Paris is lav kikinyan aguftami. The opposite case, the father sold it, the son really owned the property, the father sold it, and then the father died when the son was alive. The whole shtikotari, but switched the case. Instead of the father giving to the son, the son gave it to the father. That would be a better case. Why? Because there's no Yerusha. The Gemara's going to speak it out in a minute. If you'd have that case, you'd have a raya, kinyan peris lav kikinyan aguftami. Elahashta dikatani ha-kaisiv nechasav levnai. 
The case in the Mishnah was that the father wrote the Nechassim to the son. That was the case. The reason why the son has a stronger jurisdiction is Mishum de The reason why Reish Lakish holds that the son is considered a Bailam and therefore his Mechira helps it's not because Kinni Pesach Kinni Guftam. It's not the reason. The reason is because he's Roy to be Irish. A son is a Irish of a father. And in Mela, he has such a strong, he has a potential Irish. So if he's a potential Irish, he's Roy to be Irish. That's why he has a right to sell hop. Huh? Let's assume that. We're going to, we're going to talk in a minute. But let's assume that for a minute. Um, so the Gemara is going to fall off of his tarot. But the Gemara is entertaining a tzad that really it has no shaykhs <coughs> to the sugi of Kenyan Paris. It's a whole different thing. Since the son is a Yairish, that's why he is considered a Bailam to sell. But you can't compare it to a woman and a husband. It has no shaykhs. A father's Yairish, a son too. So a father can be Yairish, a son, a son can be Yairish, a father. Right? Rabbi Yitzchak and Ablevi Yitzchak. If you're here for midwinter vacation, you'll be here Bezah Hashem for Baba Basra. Yesh Neichlem. And my Shadavis think we'll ever reach there. Yesh Neichlem. One day we'll reach there. Yesh Neichlem Babasra. When we're sitting on Yesh Neichlem Babasra, Rabbi Yaleba going to remember that we were sitting on midwinter in Baba Kama learning in Baba Kama. Bezah Hashem will remember that. But if we're going to get there one day, we just have to believe that we'll get there. But if we believe that we'll get there, we'll get there. And over there we're going to see that a father's Yerish a son too. So you're telling me. <coughs> the, re- the reason why the son has bailus is because he's a Yerish. A father is also a Yerish. Your whole shtikotar doesn't make sense. The fact that you're a Yerish doesn't give you strength because the father is also a Yerish, your son. So l'chai, for the same reason, you could, you, you can't, either case, l'chai, you'll be stuck. The reason why he wrote the nechassim to his father is because he didn't want his son to be Yerish. Again, we have three generations. The middle, the, the son wrote his nechassim to his father because he didn't want his son to be Irish. The son goes before a father. So he didn't want his son to be Irish, so he wrote it to his father. The, the reason why this guy wrote his nechassim to his son is because he wanted this son to get it over other sons. But it has nothing to do with Roy Yarshai. Don't drink a cup. Nothing to do with Roy Yarshai because a father is also Roy Irish. So again, let's just recap where we're holding. We're stuck. Lecharif, and this Mishnah we see, we pass him like Reish Lakish, that a son has a right to sell. If a son has a right to sell, the reason why he could sell has nothing to do with Yerusha. The reason why he could sell is because the father's Kenyan Paris is live. Kenyan Agoftami. So Lecharif, the husband's Kenyan Paris should also be and we should send Rev Abba packing. There's no reason in the world why you should give it to Rev Abba. That's the Gemara's Kasha, and we're stuck. We are stuck. Why, why would Rabbi Yehuda Paskin that Rev Abba gets the Nechassim? And the Gemara says, So why does Why did Shmuel say that you can't compare it to the Mishnah? Why did Shmuel seem to hold that Rav Abba walks away with the Nechassim? Misham Takonas Usha there's a specific takana. We had this in Subas. Really, the husband's Kenyan Paris is garnished. Really, the husband should be out to lunch. Once the, father, once the wife dies, the husband's out. But Usha made a takana. It's a Really, the husband has no jurisdiction. And really, in this case, let's just get the case. The mother of Abshmuel Barabba gave the Nechassim to Abshul Abba. After she died, really, Rav Abba, the husband, should have no right to the Nechassim. He should have no right. The reason why he has a right is because of a Takana. 
Chazal wanted to enhance Shalom Bayis and Klal Yisrael and Emela. They gave a very strong koyach to the husband and they said that if the wife dies, the husband can be tevan in the chasm. Not because can depend on the dummy. Simply because of a takonas usha. And this takonas usha is teaching us that a husband, again, the wife, sold the nixim. Look, let's just say a picture. Let's give an example. A wife brings a car into the marriage. The husband's driving around the car, smiling very nicely. He's driving his fancy car. He feels very chashiv. Elamaisa, well, the wife sells the car. So now the, she, the husband can still use it because he has rights to the pairs. The wife sells the car and the wife dies. Really, the husband cannot go to the Likeach after the wife dies and take the car back. Really, he shouldn't be able to because it's only a Kenya Paris. He has no schus. Kenya Paris, lav ki Kenya Goftami. There's a special takonas usha that the husband can walk in and take away the car. Why? Because of takonas usha. A mayordik exeris akasev. And it's a, not exeris akasev, it's a takonas chazal. And we're going to prove it. Now I'm going to prove it to you, this concept of Takanas Usha. Listen to this then. Again, Takanas Usha is that if a wife sells, the, the husband takes the money back. Why? We're talking about Edom Zayman over here. Two Edom walked in, and they said, Edom about this fellow, he divorced his wife, they said, Edom, that this guy paid the wife Aksuba. Okay? They said two people were married, they said they got divorced, and he gave his wife exuba. Lamaisa, it's not true. Lamaisa, the woman's living with the husband, but they ate him walk in and say, Excuse me, there's no marriage here. They got divorced, and he gave the exuba. And they have to, it became Zayman. So who do they have to pay? Who do they have to pay? They tried to be mafsid, the woman, her exuba, right? They said she already got her exuba. They said she got divorced, and she already got her exuba. So really, they should have to pay the whole exuba. Uh, Adam Zayman pays whatever they plotted to do. So here they came in, a nice married woman. They walked in, and they said she got divorced, and she received her exuba. And now, it's not true. There is Zayman. So they should have to pay the whole exuba. That should be the halacha. The Gemara says no. Mishnah says no. They don't have to pay the whole ksuba. Why? Because it's possible that the uh, husband will divorce her one day. It's not, you're not, you were, they weren't mafsed her, the whole ksuba. Well, we'll see in a second. We'll think about it, explain the lumbus in a second. It's possible, well, let's see. It's possible that this woman will never get ksuba. Not, not, not because she, it's possible the woman will never get ksuba. Let's say the husband dies first. Let's say the wife dies first. If the wife dies before the husband, there's no ksuba. The chi of ksuba is only if the husband died first. So you'll never know. Adam came in and said this woman was paid ksuba, and they were lying. They, Shitaka wasn't paid ksuba. But they weren't necessarily being mechai of her to lose money because if she, would, if she, if she dies before the husband, she's never going to get ksuba. So they may, it's possible that they wouldn't have made her lose anything. What did they make her lose? They made her lose the toivas hano. Very interesting. Ela toivas hanoas ksubasa. They made her lose the toivas hano. What's the toivas hano? Ezu toivas hanoas ksubasa. A woman has a right to go out into the street and sell her ksuba. Sell the rights to her ksuba. Now it's a bet because if the husband dies or she gets divorced, then the lekeach is going to get the money. But if she dies, the baal is Yerush. The lekeach gets nothing. Right? That's the way. That's called teves I have a right to sell you rights to ksuba. A woman has a right to sell you rights to the ksuba. So these Adam Zayman, <coughs> what they were doing, they weren't making the woman lose her ksuba, because maybe she'll never get the ksuba. But they did make the woman lose the ability to sell the rights on the ksuba. The rights on the ksuba is, let's say, worse. 
let, let's say worth 75%. Let's say Ksuba is $10,000. So if a woman wants to sell a Ksuba, she sells it for $7,500. That's good. It's a, it's a bet on the side that she dies first. He's out. On the side that he dies first, <coughs> she gets the money. So it's a, it's a gamble. It's a, it's a suffix if they'll get the money. That money, the woman lost because right now <coughs> she's not able to sell the Ksuba. Because if the world, if they aid this, they them lied, and they said that she got exuba, she can't sell it anymore. So basically, they were mafsed her the schos of teivas hana. That's what they, they are mafsed her the schos of teivas hana. That's what the Mishnah says. So what do you see for that Mishnah? <coughs> if you're going to tell me takanas usha does not apply, what we, <coughs> you're telling me. If she dies, the husband's Yerish Tiksuba. Lachaira, Tazbing Suba, Salagamri. Lachaira, even if the husband dies, the wife should be able to have the property from the Ksuba. Lachaira, Takana Susha says that if a woman die, if a woman sells something and then the Allah, and then she dies, the husband has a right to take the property. So basically, every time I'm buying a woman's Ksuba, I'm buying it on a suffix. On the side that the husband dies, she'll get it. On the side that she dies, the husband's going to come take it away. All the zachim that go into the ksuba, anything that she brought into the marriage that goes into the ksuba, the husband's going to take away. That's the kanasusha. The Mishnah says that a woman has a right to sell her ksuba. On the side that she dies, the husband can take it back. On the side that the husband dies, the lakea can keep it. Obviously, you see, Takana Susha. Because if you don't have Takana Susha, the husband can't come and take out the property. If she sold her, her nechassim that she brought into the property, the hu- <coughs> into the marriage, the husband can't take it back. He has no right to take it back. Once she sold it, she sold it. Obviously, you see from this Mishnah that if a woman dies, the husband has a right to take it back. Because that's the bet. What's the bet? The bet is on the side that the husband dies, the Lekech will keep it. On the side that the wife dies first, the won't keep it. So you see clearly the concept of Takana Susha, that if a woman sells property that belonged to her, if she dies first, the husband takes it back. So you have a Mephurisha Mishnah like Takana Susha. So that is a Ravidi Baravan's Raya to the concept of Takana Susha. Mayur de Karaya. Amr no. Im Amru Benichsei Malog, Yaimru Benichsei Tsayin Barzel. Let's get this clear, Baisa. I wanted to just <coughs> end off the sugi with this point. There's two kinds of money that a woman brings into a marriage. There's something called Nichsei Malug. That's like the car that we said. He brings in a car, and the husband has a right to use that car. There, there's Takanas Usha. If she sold it, Dalach is after she dies. The husband, the Gemara is assuming the husband can take it back. Then there's something called Nichsei Tsayin Barzel. Nichsei Tsayin Barzel works like this. When she, she brings, let's say, a property or a car, she brings a car into the marriage. The way it works is the husband takes full responsibility on the car. Meaning if it goes down in price, goes up in price, for all practical purposes, he is taking over the car. When he divorces her, he'll give it back. But for all practical purposes, he's taking over the car. The car belongs to her. He just has a right to use it. When you lease a car and the, and the price drops, that's not your problem. It's a leasing company's problem. You just own the schos to use the car. But, that's Nechsei Meluk. Nechsei Meluk is like a leasing arrangement. The woman brought a car into the marriage. The car still belongs to the woman. The usage belongs to the husband. That's called Nechsei Meluk. So the husband ha- only has Kenyan Paris. There we say, Takanas Usha, that's the Chiddush. 
takanas usha, that after the husband, after the wife dies, the husband can take it back. Nichseit Sayin Barzel is Pasha, the husband can take it back. What's Nichseit Sayin Barzel? Nichseit Sayin Barzel is the woman brings a car into the marriage and she says goodbye to the car. The husband evaluates it, he writes it in the Ksuba, this is what she brought in, but he can do whatever he wants. It's his car for all practical purposes, it's his car completely. The Guf, the Paris, it belongs completely to him. After he divorces her, he'll have to pay her back for the worth of the car. But he's like a, he's like a borrower, it's like he borrowed the car, meaning borrowing it in the sense that he can keep it. Like he keeps the car, and then he'll pay for it later, or whatever's left of the car. He'll give it back, whatever. It's a sugging subis, what he has to do. But the bottom line is, the car belongs to the husband. Zatigam are like this. That Mishnah in Makis, that's Mavur, that the husband can take it back, is only talking about Nichseit Sain Barzel. Nichseit Sain Barzel belong to the husband. He takes it, he evaluates it, it belongs to him. He has to pay her one day down the road if he ever divorces her. But right now, it belongs to him. There, everybody agrees the husband can take it back after the wife dies. She has no right to sell the item. It belongs completely to the husband. The Chiddush of Takanas Usha is by Nechsei Melog. Let's get this clear. By Nechsei Melog, which really belongs to the wife. The wife holds on to the car. If it depreciates or it appreciates, it belongs to the wife. There we say the Chiddush of Takanas Usha that the husband, even if she sells it and she dies, the halach is the husband can collect. So let's just get clear. You have no raya from this Mishnah to the din of Takanas Usha. Maybe the Mishnah only says the husband could collect by Nechsei Tzayin Barzel, which really belongs to the husband, by Nechsei Melog, which really does not belong to the husband. Maybe the husband cannot collect. So you have no raya <coughs> to the concept of Takanas Usha. But Allah Chalamaisa, we paskin like Takanas Usha. And therefore, in the, we're just saying there's no right. But the Maestro, we passed the Takana Susha. And therefore, when the mother of Rev Shmuel Bar Abba gave the Nechassim to her son, and the son of Rev, 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 Rev Shmuel Bar Abba expected to keep the Nechassim of his mother, Halacha Lamaise, he cannot keep it because Takana Susha said that if a woman sells Nechsei Melog, even though it's not really the husband, if she sells Nechsei Melog and she dies, the husband could take it from the Lukuchas. By Nechsei Tzayim Ba'adza, for sure he could take it. Even by Nechsei Malog, the Allah is, he could take it from Lukuchas.